But basically, love is something we can't put our finger on at all. We say we, we use such words as want. Um, Welcome back to Liz Laugh Love Yourself. This is Lizzie at Lizzie D. Newton on Instagram or at Liz Laugh Love You. So glad that you're here again. I am here to talk to you today about not taking things personally. Now, if you are like me and you are somebody who thinks that the world revolves around you, not in a conceited way, but in a way that you think that like every time somebody's looking at you, like they're just like looking at you when really they're probably looking through you or thinking about themselves. Or if you have like this weird complex where you think that you are amazing and wonderful, can never be duplicated, and you are so special and beautiful, and no one can be you, but at the same time, you think that you are just made of a million different flaws. Uh, hi, welcome to my podcast. This is for us. I have this issue all the time where I take everything personally. I shouldn't say I take things personally. I should say I'm working on not taking things so personally. I feel like everyone has so much going on. And if you really like look inwards to yourself, like you're not thinking about other people all the time, right? Like you're thinking about yourself and where you want to be and how you want to get better. And maybe the different things that you could have done today that you should have done a different way, or you're nitpicking completely at yourself. Like you're never looking at someone else and picking them apart. And if you are, well, then you got to do a little bit of work on yourself. I think you got to look a little inward and start thinking about you and how you can make you better. But this is for us people who think that you're constantly being scrutinized or criticized by other people. And yeah, you are in some certain, certain situations, but most of the time you're your own risk critic, you know? But I want you to try to be your world's best cheerleader. Like, I want you to be your biggest fan because at the end of the day, like, you can't count on anyone besides, like, your dog or your cat to be your number one fan. Like, you really have to be there for yourself. And when you learn how to do that, you really can change your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I want you to know that your thoughts become things, but they're just thoughts to begin with. And you can practice picking and choosing what thoughts you want to stay in your universe for the day or what thoughts can get thrown in the trash because you don't need them. You don't have time in your life to have thoughts that don't make a difference or thoughts that won't make you better. And yeah, they're going to happen. You're constantly having thoughts all the time. And if you don't, please tell me your secrets because I feel like my neurons up in my noggin are always like, bing, 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 bing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, make this stop. So I just took a really deep breath. I really needed to. Um, what's been going on is that it's that kind of like slump of summer. I've seen a meme go around a lot. Like August is the, is the Sunday of summer. And yeah, it's a whole month long where it's kind of dragging. Like it's kind of sad because summer's almost over. But I do have to say like I'm so thankful for the summer and the fact that I was able to go to the beach. I was able to go on a vacation. Like I was able to have a lot of interactions with my friends and like people that I love compared to like last year. And I think it's kind of given us all like a chance to really realize like how important it is to be outside, how important it is to spend quality time with our friends and family, 
with other people and also, on the other hand, to also take the time for yourself and realize that when your only choice is to be inside in order to like escape COVID or like a pandemic, like getting out into the world is so healing for not only like your outside body, you know, whether it's exercise or just like vitamin D from the sun or just fresh air, like it's so good for your emotional health to just be outdoors and just be in a place where you can look at the sights and see your freedom and really feel free from the inside out. And it's really incredible. So I hope that you were able to have a little bit of time for yourself this summer. And whilst it's not over, you know, it's it's getting there. And I don't know about you, but I am a Virgo. And for me, September is, you know, going back to school. And when I was a kid, a lot of times my birthday would be around the first day of school. So I didn't get like a, this is going to sound so conceited, but like I didn't have a lot of attention on my birthday. Like we'd always bring, I don't even remember like bringing in cupcakes, you know, because it was literally the first day after school. My birthday tended to be like after the day after Labor Day. And that's typically when school would start. So nobody cared about my birthday because everyone just wanted to like see their friends or everyone's just like, it just felt like everyone's birthday because you get to like be at school again, you know, and, and that was exciting. My birthday was not exciting for anyone, you know, because the day was already excited enough, like whatever. So I have this huge complex about my birthday. Now I don't make like a birthday month out of it. Like I don't force people to celebrate, but I do force people to listen to me talk about my birthday. So leading up to my birthday, it's really hard for me to be like, I'm turning 33. I get like really kind of scared about it. Um, but I'm really trying to train myself to not be so scared about it. Um, when I think about where I am right now, I'm so proud of myself and I, you know, I kind of have like a negative connotation to it because I'm like, oh yeah, like I thought at this point in my life I'd be married or like, you know, maybe living in a house or like have my degree, but like these are all things I'm working on and I'm not on anyone's timeline but myself. And the only time things make me feel bad are when people say things when they don't realize that they're saying them. So if, you know, I tell people I'm a server, you know, like that's not like very exciting. But, but after a shift this week, I was thinking to myself, like I took so many steps at work and it was hard work. And I'm really proud of myself for getting through the shift because it was, it was hard. Like, you, first of all, you become a master at multitasking. You end up, you know, being a pretty patient person. You also have to be on the ball. You have to like have a good memory, be really good at talking to people, have good, good organizational skin, skills, a lot of teamwork. Like it really trains you to be a well-rounded human. And I'm really thankful for that. So if anybody ever makes you feel bad about where you are in life, just remember the, the little fine-tuned skills that you get from being where you are. And it doesn't matter what they think. And if they do have a problem with it, they're probably not thinking about it for more than a second. And literally, who cares? Um, that's a very like pop punk like feeling that I really gravitate towards. It's just the not giving a crap what people think about you, for lack of a better term. Don't give enough what people think about you because 
they're not thinking about it too hard and their opinion doesn't matter. All that matters is that you are focused on your life and your goals and it doesn't need to happen on anyone's timeline because they might have had advantages or don't have the kind of life experience that you have. I know that the experiences that I've gone through have made me who I am today and I'm really proud of who I am today. You know, compared to who I was, I'm not, you know, anything special, but I was something a lot worse and now I'm something a lot better and I'm pretty proud of that. So I think that the lesson I want to get out of today's podcast is that I need you to really be your biggest fan. And I think it's really important to take the time and realize in the small moments. I know last week we talked about taking advantage of your free time. Like, you get that time because you worked so hard. And like every move that you make might seem so mundane, even if it's just getting through a shift at work or, you know, running those errands or making that phone call that you were too scared to make for a long time. Like you need to be proud of those steps that you take because it might be one tiny step, but it feels like a giant leap. You know, when you cross something off your to-do list, like it feels really good. So I know like, I'm talking about my birthday a lot, but like this is going to, I've been single since 2016 and it's really hard for me to think about that when I think about, and not to get like sad here, but I think about all this time, like I could have had someone to run errands with. I could have had someone to sleep in my bed with. I could have had somebody to watch a TV show with. I could have had somebody to spend holidays, birthdays with. I could have had somebody to spend go to dinner or something. But what I did do instead was I went to a lot of comedy shows. I went to a lot of concerts by myself. I ran my own errands and I bought everything that I wanted with my own money. I spent time with my family. I climbed mountains with my mom. I started this podcast. I made myself into the human I want to be. I started going to therapy. I started making moves on who I am as a person. And all those things, there's a way more more things on my pros list than my con list of being single for almost six years. And I really, truly know what I want now. And I'm not going to put up with BS. And the thing is that when somebody rejects you or doesn't think that you are right for them in their life at that time, maybe they haven't done the work on themselves that you've done. And it's not a personal attack on you and who you are. It just says that what they can give you is not what you need. And you deserve somebody who can give you exactly what you need. Not that you are half a human and you need someone to fill your other half. But, you know, if you want to spend some time with someone and you want to get to know them fully and deeply, they have to be able to reciprocate and give you what you need as well. If you're like me, when you're in a relationship, you're really giving and you are really attentive and you really want to be able to spend quality time with. Like, I know for me, my love language is words of affirmation and physical touch. I, you know, every guy is going to say that their love language is physical touch. But for me, it's like little things like hold my hand or like touch my thigh or like put your hands through my hair, like little things, you know? Um, but I also really need like words of affirmation because with my schedule, realistically, we're not going to be able to spend a lot of time together. So I'm going to need you to tell me <laughs> like a dog, like good girl or like, 
you did a great job today or like here's a treat like I really need someone to give me that affirmation that I'm doing a good job because I feel like I always need that kind of like push forward I really need like that round of applause to make me feel like I'm doing okay which we are so I know exactly what I'm looking for and in the meantime like I've met a lot of great people like I think about it and I have had some really crazy dating experiences but through that I learned exactly what I do not want and what I'm not willing to put up with yeah at the same time, those people didn't even want to be my boyfriend, but like, I don't want them to be my boyfriend. And I have this weird complex where like, if I get rejected from somebody, like I'm almost upset, like even if I don't want them, it's just, I have this need to be accepted. And I know everyone wants to be liked by people, but like, I like really want to be liked by people. But a lot of being an adult and being a well-rounded person who's a good person is You have to manifest what you want. Therefore, not to get annoying like into crystals or anything. We're not talking about crystals. But a lot of being a better person is convincing yourself of different things. So like I constantly have to convince myself that I'm doing okay. Or convince myself that I don't need negativity in my life. Or convince myself that I can switch the flip right away and become more positive in a second and I don't need to start tomorrow. Like convincing yourself, putting the negative thoughts aside and then flipping the switch and replacing it with a positive thought, that's an active exercise that you can do quite frequently in order to make your day better right now. You don't have to wait for a Monday, a first of the month, anything. You just right now, you take a deep breath, And you go, what can I change right now to make the best of the situation? And you do it. You might not be able to do plan A or plan B, but what's the next best thing in order for you to make a good decision? So basically, what I want you to know is other people's opinions don't matter. And if you take things personally, don't. And I know that's annoying advice because it's like when you're telling somebody like, oh, I have really bad anxiety today. And they're like, oh, just like try not to think about it. Okay. Maybe that's not the best advice, but you can flip the switch on whether or not you um, are taking something personally. Just, I know this is a bad thing to do, but if somebody flips out at you or somebody says something that you don't like or somebody's kind of rude to you, I do this thing where I tell myself that maybe their dog died that day and they're just having a really bad day. And you just accept them for who they are, but do not let them projecting their negativity and their sadness or depression or weird anxiety or whatever feelings that they're feeling, don't let them put put that on you. Instead, try to flip it and be like, Maybe their dog died this morning. I have to have a little bit of empathy for this horrible person. Do that. I promise you, it'll do something. (laughs) You might be thinking of a lot of dead dogs, but or maybe just change the animal. I don't know. But that's a tactic that has been working for me in order to try to be empathetic. I remember I had a teacher and she really described being sympathetic and empathetic they're obviously like two different things. Being sympathetic is you have a more like love and kindness towards the person. Having empathy means maybe you understand that this person might be a little horrible, but put, you don't, don't even put yourself in their shoes, but put them, 
in a situation where they had something really bad happen to that day and they are projecting their emotions and don't internalize their emotions. Just let them be and then move on from them. In the words of Selena Gomez, kill them with kindness. And on that note, I love you so much. Have a great day. Have a great week. I will see you soon. Follow me on Instagram at Lizzie D. Newton. I love you so much. Bye.